Film Logic, a movie podcast looking at the past, present, and future of movies with every fandom in between. We are part of the Retro Logic Network, which includes On Topic, Retro Logic, and Retro Groove. And we're not just a network of podcasts, but a swell group of geeks on Discord as well. Speaking of geeks, my name is Mike, and I am with Adam. Hello, I'm here. And not just one geek, but another geek. I'm with Shannon, the geekiest geek of them all. I hope you <laughs> likes that I said that. Absolutely. Own it. You gotta own yes. it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Shannon, tell us a little about yourself. All right. Uh, well, I have been a geeky geek for, well, my whole life. Um, but uh, especially when it comes to things related to... Uh, I kind of call them my my pillars of fandom, right? So, um, first one is is Nintendo. Uh, mm-hmm. Second one is Marvel, mm-hmm. and third one is Star Wars. Wow! Yes, part of a complete breakfast. That's right. <laughs> now, I just I have some rumors about your geekiness. All right. I hear that you like your house the same temperature as the planet of Hoth. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how my wife would feel about that, um, mm-hmm. but it does keep down the heating costs. Yes. <laughs> and after you saw the Mario movie, you now hate mushrooms. Is that true? <laughs> well, uh, don't tell Mario, but that's not true either. Oh, geez. man. Where am I getting this information? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which is more uh, more dangerous, disappointing the wife or disappointing Mario. Those are... <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, you gotta load that pizza up with mushrooms. <laughs> you gotta do it. Disappointing either leads to lonely nights. <laughs> mm-hmm. True that. True that. But let's talk about some movies. And I mm. want I wanted to start off on a lighter note, even before we get to the icebreaker. Yes. Um, did you know Netflix? Still does the DVD cues where they'll send them to your door. Wow. Really? Yep. They've been doing that since 1998. Jeez. So we've been iced out of my parents' Netflix account because Netflix is doing the, this doesn't go to your house. (laughs) Mm. Um, so, Mm -hmm. So we no longer have access to Netflix. So I went back on the queue and I, I filled that sucker up to the brim. <laughs> and I, I want to share some. <laughs> I want to share what I've, what I've gotten. Oh, right? boy. This is going to be good. <laughs> based on this, you have to tell me what kind of person I am. Okay. So uh, I just sent back two copies of Sister Act, the same Sister Act. <laughs> what? Yes, they gave it to us twice. All right. <laughs> Okay. Next, I'm getting Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay. 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 A movie called Loose, which I think Lynn likes. I have no idea. 
Um, mm-hmm. Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Okay. Okay. Murder, right. Murder by Numbers. Uh, um, to Sandra Bullock. That one movie she did in two thousand two. Teen Titans: The Judas Contract. Awesome. That's a good okay. One. That's a good one. Yeah. Isn't it romantic? Starring Rebel Wilson and Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> okay. Okay. Mister Girls, starring Morgan Freeman, nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Along Came a Spider, the sequel to Kiss the Girls. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Escape Room, with which I hear I want to see the first one before I see the sequel, because I don't want to be lost. Uh, <laughs> Marathon Man, starring Dustin Hoffman. Oh, that's a... <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. I hear that's a classic. I hear that's worth it. It is a classic, yep. Mm-hmm. Bloodwork starring Clint Eastwood, like this very obscure movie he did in oh, 2002. Never heard of that one. No, nope, ba- Batman Hush. Okay, okay. another classic. Um, Stephen King's Cell with, um, well, it's got uh, Samuel L. Jackson and John Cusack on it. Whoa, okay. on the front, but they're not billed in the starring. So I wonder. <laughs> it's starring Anthony Reynolds and Owen Teague. So. Who knows wow. if they're actually in it? <laughs> so it's like a very early 2000s movie. Yeah. 2016. <laughs> that's when oh, it was really? cool to put like washed up actors. Um, oh. Well, he's not wa- like, I don't know. I don't know how they got Samuel L. Jackson. They well, probably. A sa- he- anybody can get. See, I can get Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it takes much. Just offer a paycheck. Right. I'll I think it. they could only afford to get him on the DVD cover. That's right. Right, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Okay. Spy starring Melissa McCarthy. All right. I've seen that. Superman Unbound. I've seen that one. Pain and Gain starring Mark Wahlberg, Dwayne Johnson. Okay. That one's okay. Superman Red Sun. Okay. Um, The Running Man, which I thought was Marathon Man. So I thought I'd get both. Uh-huh. John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, okay. Very nice. And this movie called Spartan starring Val Kil- Kilmer in 2004. I wow. just like the word Spartan and the DVD cover looks good. Okay. Wow. That's so, quite a shopping list. I know. Am I going to have great nights or am I going to have great nights? <laughs> I mean... Some nights I think will be better than others. <laughs> Are you saying the Morgan Freeman nights better than the Samuel L. Jackson nights? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. In this case, uh, yeah. <laughs> Man. No, I mean, uh, the DC animated features that you got there, those are some... You can't go wrong there. I'm yeah, so excited are, for those. those My wife, on the other hand, not so much. <laughs> Right? Yeah, no, I mean, those... Yeah, the DC animated features, I mean, they... I don't know what the disconnect is between whoever makes those and whoever's making, you know, the live-action ones, but, man, they gotta take some notes. Well, I think it all lies in the fact that there's absolutely no pressure to fail in the animated universe. Which means you'll pass, because you have all the free time (laughs) in the world. Right. So... Um, speaking of all the free time in the world, are you guys yes. ready for the icebreaker? 
Yes. Let's or do, do we want to? Yeah, I mean, let's do I, it. We can talk about your DVD cues. I don't want to hog it all the oh. cues. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we wanted to talk about what we were watching. Oh, yeah. Adam, I just assume whatever came out on Thursday, you've seen. <laughs> um, let's see. I I actually, the last time I was at the movie theater, I saw um, they did a re-release of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, I guess just to get ready for uh, the new Indiana Jones movie, which I'm, I hope is good. I don't know. I haven't heard too many positive things, but um, yeah, I, that was that was really cool. I love seeing, I love Indiana Jones. Who doesn't yes. love Indiana Jones? Um, but I've also been watching. You know, this isn't a movie, so you have to forgive me. But I've been watching the uh, the like 2010s uh, Mystery Incorporated uh, that like re the reboot of scooby-doo it was oh, on the right. wb i think or cartoon network it's mm-hmm. it's so funny it's it's so good like i just watched this episode where uh there's a there's a character in it called the night ranger he's not the bad guy um he's just a funny like little side character uh but there's like this ghost cowboy a la like if somebody took jonah hex and mashed it with ghost rider that's what you would have and so he's terrorizing the town or whatever. And he named his horse Greg. So he's just like this ghost cowboy firing these bullets at things. And he's just riding a horse named Greg. And you're just like, this is beautiful. I love this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I it's great. That that is the gem that you found. Because I would yeah. never, never accuse a Scooby-Doo series made in the later 2000s of being good yeah it's it's really great it's really good honey uh like fred in the show is um his like defining characteristic is that he loves traps like so much so that he forgoes a relationship with daphne because he just loves traps like that's his you know as much as shaggy and scooby love food he loves mm-hmm. traps and <laughs> it's yeah it, it it's pretty funny and there's an episode where uh, it's H.P. Lovecraft kind of themed, where the bad guy, the villain, is like this, you know, Cthulhu-esque monster. Uh, but the uh, the the author is not named H.P. Lovecraft. Instead, his name is H.P. Hatecraft. Oh, oh. <laughs> see and what they, they did there. Yeah, right? They really <laughs> rode the line. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's great. So if you guys have... You know, and the best part is that they're twenty-minute episodes, so like you can, you know, you can zip through one or two, and you know, you're you're all set. I'm what I'm really waiting for is Secret Wars. I'm sure a lot of us are, or yeah. Secret Invasion, or whatever's Secret coming invasion. up Wednesday. Secret mm-hmm. Invasion coming out Wednesday, right? I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled for it. Especially, you know, like, of course, I'm excited to see what's going to go on in the Marvel Universe, but I'm also excited to see Sam Jackson on the small screen. I don't know if he's ever done a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I they can't blurred. think of anything yeah. other than, like, a guest star role. Right, right. They've really blurred the lines between movie and TV. Yeah, right. Now, there's TV shows that are better than movies, and there are movies that feel episodic, like TV. So maybe he's just confused. He's like, I can't tell the difference anymore. Is, is this a movie or a show? I don't know. You and me both, Sam. 
Speaking of Indiana Jones loving, um, has mm. anyone does anyone remember the adventures of young Indiana Jones? And is oh, there yes. a way to stream it? So people were talking about that. It's supposedly it's it's on Disney Plus. It was supposed to come out at the same time that they re released the the first four movies on there. Um, but I couldn't find it. Um, and then uh, I got busy and haven't gone back to look again. But I'm pretty sure it was part of the press release that Disney Plus put out. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where it is. Maybe it is on there now and I just didn't see it at the time. Maybe it came a little later. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. But yes, you should be able to. It used to be on Amazon Amazon Prime um, because I know my kids ended up watching it maybe a year, year and a half ago or so it was on there. Mm. And uh, they had never even seen any of the actual movies, but oh. they were really taken with the with the uh, young Indiana Jones Chronicles. So Interesting. I definitely have to it, check that out. If it is there, I recommend if you've never seen it before, I recommend finding like a like a an order for the episodes and don't necessarily play them in the order that they probably are going to get listed because um, it skips all over the place and it was kind of confusing, oh. kind of like uh, what George Lucas did in those first couple of seasons of Clone Wars. Right. Where it's like, right. oh, now we're going to forward, you know, a year and now we're going to go backwards and. Now, but we're not really going to tell you we're doing these things. And so there were three different actors, I believe, playing uh, Indy. And oh. they were, they you were just kind of be moving in and out from them episode to episode. Um, and and it's episodic, but at the same time, it's, there is a flow. So it, get, it kind of gets ruined. So, yeah, I recommend trying to watch them in the order that, you know, actually... Um, where that flows, right? So you start with the youngest and then go go forward. But that's my recommendation. You can find those lists out there on mm. online. So we yeah, we need a Spark Notes guide. <laughs> yeah, it's a little confusing. My kids were like, well, wait a minute, what happened to here? You know, they were like in the middle of this war. And it's like, well yeah. you gotta wait a few episodes to find out what happens then. <laughs> So, but it is kind of cool. He meets like every, you know, it's the forest gump. You know, he meets every famous person from the era um, and goes on all these different adventures and, you know, all throughout history. So. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I'll have to check it out. So, I, you know, I don't want to spoil too much about what we're going to talk about. Mm. But if you were to see the new Spider-Verse movie, and then you went home and you saw the, the end of Sister Act. It's actually a great chaser to the, <laughs> the intensity of that movie. <laughs> like, I, I kid you not, like, I came home, you know, totally shook mm. um, from the movie. And then my wife was just watching Sister Act. And, like, the, the underwhelmingness and simplicity of Sister Act was like, like this is a, a great way to end my movie night. <laughs> so Sister Act, Whoopi Goldberg. What was what was the last thing that she was she was in? Uh, please let it be 
her cameo in Little Rascals. Oh man, I forgot that she was in that. <laughs> I love that she's in there and Donald Trump. Yep, oh, that's right. Man, his his cameos in that and uh, what is it? Uh, Kevin McAllister, Home Alone, oh, Home, Home Alone, Alone too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> his, yeah, his, his yeah his cameos in those just I mean, it's it's. You watch that movie, I know, I and I watched it, you know, a couple of times growing up. If you were to tell, you know, 10-year-old me that that man right there that gives, you know, <laughs> that tells, you know, Kevin where the room is, the where it points the direction, that that man was going to become president, I would say, I what's laughed. a president? Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but it's crazy, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that, that man was in Little Rascals. That man. <laughs> I mean that should be his billing, like, and going up against Biden, the cameo from Little Rascals, Donald oh, Trump, man. right? And then the other defining thing of Donald Trump in my memory from growing up was when he was on WWE and he was on yes. the battle, the battle of the billionaires between him and and uh, they like they like fight each other. I just remember this one clip. Where he tackles like Vince McMahon, and he starts like fake punching him. I'm like, there's no way that's real. That's not. Yeah. Oh man, so crazy. Apparently, um, Whoopi Goldberg was in mm-hmm. the Modoc series on Hulu. That funny. Uh, it was based on that Marvel villain Modoc. Uh, yeah, she I plays, didn't see that. She plays pound cakes. So, oh, yeah, interesting. Interesting. Hmm. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> Anything else noteworthy in the movie or TV watching world? Yeah, what are you guys watching? I have been... Uh, I haven't had a ton of time to watch a whole lot, unfortunately. Um, but I, I have been watching through the uh, Apple TV Plus show The Silo, um, which has been kind of an interesting mystery... Uh, week to week, try to find out a little bit more of what's going on, kind of a show. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I, I saw a trailer for it. It looked like a very much a a spiritual successor to Lost. Are yeah, we... I mean, uh, it's... Yeah, in a way, I think that's probably pretty accurate. Um, I don't know how many episodes there's going to be. Hmm. I think there's, like, eight out right now. Maybe nine. Um, so... We just keep putting out a new one every week, and um, so I've just been kind of watching that and um, kind of enjoying the mystery aspect of that and trying to find out what's going on. It's based on some books, but I'm trying not to spoil by just going on and asking <laughs> the <laughs> answers to all the questions I have, but so far, so good. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Apple TV is slowly, I mean... At start, it was like, oh, nobody's going to watch this. But they've they've slowly been building a library of must-see TV. I mean, they can be... get like cool people and put them in cool situations. I don't think Netflix or Prime can do that. They can be <laughs> like, oh, you know, what would happen if uh, Jason Segal was a cop? Right. <laughs> and they, and they can just pull it off. Like no one else can think like Apple does. They're like the Starbucks of computers. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? 
Uh, what about you, Mike? You watching anything fun? Um, we watched, uh, like my wife and I, we watched, we're into Peacock shows a lot because a lot of crime, a lot of murder, a lot of whodunit. And so we watched based on a true story, which has the, uh, ever lovable Kaylee Cucko, Cucko, can okay. I pronounce it? And it's based on her and her husband conning this like real life serial killer into being in their podcast. So they blackmail a serial killer into saying, what? We As know you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's why like, Adam's we, here, right? Yeah, right. exactly. I got blackmailed. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So it's based on the premise that like, Hey, we know you did it. So be on our podcast and tell us why you did it. And we'll become millionaires. Mm-hmm. And so that's a fun premise. Uh, Kaylee, or yeah, Kaylee, she does this thing. She does, she like harnesses the spirit of I Love Lucy. You know, when I Love Lucy is like under pressure and she screws up and she like crosses her eyes and like, like uh, puckers her lips and you know, says, oh no. Like, <laughs> yeah. Kay- that's, that is like the whole spirit of Kaylee Cucko in this. <laughs> and so. And the show was like, it was, it had such a great premise, but then again, it kind of like at the end of the season, it just became like, they kind of dropped the whole, let's keep the podcast alive thing. And they just made it about like trying to uh, avoid the the serial killer in the room. Mm. Um, And they did this really like awful thing. You know, you know how like in TV shows, like, You'll you'll see the the main character will be with a bunch of people, and then like he'll do something outrageous, like kiss someone or stab someone, and then someone says their name and they wake up from the trance and they're like, "What? What?" Um, they do. You guys know that trope, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah, it's like the wake up from a daydream, but you made the audience think it was really happening. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They do that every episode, sometimes twice an episode. And it gets to be so obnoxious and makes so little sense that you're like, is that the director's only way to like, like, does the director think that they're tricking us? Because by the eighth, by the eighth time, you're like, oh God, another one of these. No, we know that Kaylee's not really killing someone. Ever wake up. Right. (laughs) So it's just like, I thought that was a little lame. And then, like, the ending is kind of lackluster, gets in the season. And you know how these shows can be filthy, so it didn't really help its case. So <laughs> I I reverse re- recommend this show. <laughs> what was it? Uh, based uh, on, based a, true on story. a true story. Yeah. Well, thank you for watching it so we didn't have to. Yes. I <laughs> crawled through that so you may run away from it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, Natalie Dyer's in it. Oh yeah, it's got a lot of fun people. Or Natalia, sorry. Well, and I feel like that uh, Kaylee is in like everything now. She's got like what four different streaming shows and right, mm-hmm. like. Well, she has had no trouble finding work after Big Bang Theory. Yeah, right. And they keep they keep like casting her as like the. The ditz who's into murder or framed for murder. Like the <laughs> ditzy mom, ditzy bachelorette who's like, oh, I don't know what's happening, but I love murder. Or 
or just is a psycho clown. Yeah. It's 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 a weird trope that they have tattooed to her right now. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's on like a couple of different streaming services, right? Cuz like the flight attendant yeah. and yep. uh the Harley Quinn show are on Max and yep. then based on the true stories on Peacock. But there's one other one that she's on too and I can't remember what it's what she's... it's on where something about I haven't seen it, but the but the uh, trailer made it look like it's some kind of like reliving the same first yes. date or something over and over again. Oh, and I saw that. And she's obsessed crazy. with killing people in that movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she oh. told her agent, I only want to be a sociopath. <laughs> I want to be I want to end up like Joaquin Phoenix one day. So. That's funny. I mean, hey, at least for her work on Harley Quinn, I can give her a thumbs up. So, mm-hmm. uh. does she play the voice of Harley Quinn? Yeah. Oh man, that's perfect. Yes, indeed. Well, that's that's good. I, I love I love hearing what people are 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 watching. I feel like there's just I mean, obviously there's just so much content out there, but. Also, that coupled with, you know, the impending writer strike, I mean, the writer strike is obviously still happening, um, but the, uh, you, you just know that stuff is going to start taking a downhill turn if the last one was anything to, uh, you know, to, uh-huh. to, to warn us about. So it's good to have a backlog of stuff that, you know, that is good. So I'm I'm curious uh-huh. about, you know, what people yeah. are watching and stuff, especially in these mm-hmm. troubled times. Huge backlog, so now we can finally go back and catch up on some of these shows. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm curious to see, you know, what the you know what the outcome is. I mean, the biggest or of you know from the the writer strike because you know the last time you know we lost things like Chuck and we lost things yeah. like Lost and <laughs> you know <laughs> just just going downhill. But you know, I, I I wonder what the casualties will be. You know, from this one, I mean, Disney's already delayed a bunch of their stuff directly or indirectly from the writer strike stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be interested to see kind of how it all pans out. As as much as I want them to be paid, because they a writer deserves mm. all the work they put into it. Hundred um, percent. Mm-hmm. I I do want the movie studios to get so desperate that they ask like geeks like me who write fanfics. <laughs> Begging us to like, oh, you guys have to save us. You know, we'll pay you, we'll pay you thirty thousand dollars a year, and I'd be like, oh my gosh, a raise! Right? Right? They never, they're never that desperate, though. Like, no, they could go to fanfic.org at any time and find the next writer. Yeah, no, they they, <laughs> they never get that desperate, Mike. Yes. My break will never come. Right? Well, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if they get desperate enough, maybe they'll come to us for our Star Wars featured section right now and maybe shoot some of our ideas. So what's more fun than complaining about Star Wars, but putting our money where our mouth is yes. and actually telling you what Star Wars should look like. 
Mm. So I've tasked all three of us with coming up with a Star Wars movie that you want to see. Yes. Be it a spinoff right. or be it part of a new trilogy. Mm. Um, I know there's a lot of places. There's a whole novel universe of yeah. Star Wars dating back from Knights of the Old Republic all the way to things that are past the new trilogies. And I mean, we could go, we could build a whole podcast based on the canon of Star Wars that was never used. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. I've decided we're going to add more canon and <laughs> see where that takes us. So who would like to go first? Ooh, um, I know. I I feel like it's only right that one of us between you and me, Mike, goes first. I, you know, I, I have my idea locked and loaded. I don't know if you want me to go first. Do you want to go first, Mike? Um, yeah, you know, let me go first because I, I stole the show when I went last. Mm. You know, with my Marvel <laughs> thing, and yeah, like, I mean, I I have showrunners like calling me and emailing me like, when is this going to come out? <laughs> and, uh, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm, it's just a great idea. Stop throwing money at me, you know. And so, my idea was uh, Chewbacca: The Savage Years. So one thing that irritates me about Star Wars, and you can correct me, but uh, mm-hmm. Chewbacca's fierceness has always been a tell, don't show. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always been told, mm-hmm. we've always been told he rips limbs off and heads off, and but we never see it due to the PG, PG-13 listing. So what about a series or a movie where Chewbacca just it shows his years before uh, meeting Han Solo? You know, he's 200 years old, according to canon. So he had to be in wars. He had to do some savage things to earn the title of being like a monster that'll eat you and destroy you if you if you lose to chess. Right. Right. So, you know, this is going to be the all show, don't tell version of Chewbacca. Oh. You know, young, the adventures of young Chewbacca, whatever you want to call it, the savage years. <laughs> um. This is going to be him in some serious wars. You're going to see him rip off limbs. It's not just going to be him with the bow caster. I always thought that was not an appropriate weapon for him. He should have like a rocket launcher at least. (laughs) Um, Okay. He's going to get into minor smuggling. And I I did my homework. I looked at some pre-trilogy villains. Okay. And I found that there's like a space Viking Oh, like a, like a space pirate Vikings called the Nihil. Okay, I think it's I think it's Nihil. Nihil, thank you. Yes, I'm so glad I invited you on here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are the kind of the current villains of the. um, I'm trying to remember what they're calling it now too, because I I can't say that I've gotten through all the books. They're still in the middle of it, but it's it's kind of like a hundred. Yeah, high group. Yeah. The High yeah, Republic, or High Republic era, uh, where the it's kind of supposed to be the golden age of the Jedi. Um, I think it's a hundred years or so before the prequels. Right. So we have this young Chewbacca, and we have this evil space pirate Viking named Martian Roe, who 
uh, in the plot goes like this. It's about a legacy vehicle or vessel called the Legacy Run. It explodes in space. All its pieces fly over all over the galaxy, causing danger to planets. Chewbacca, a dishonorably discharged gun for hire, is hired to guide the Jedi to dangerous planets and find the missing cargo before it gets into the wrong hands. So Chewbacca would not have a speaking role, but he'd be surrounded by like such great talent that'll make him seem like he's the star. So like, I'm not afraid to like really mess with how people look at Jedi. <laughs> like what if he, he befriends a Jedi, like that's part of the search party that's played by, um, you know, Seth green or, or, you know, um, Seth Rogen. I'm thinking of all the Seths, but <laughs> I'm sure Seth Green would actually really like that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Or, uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, uh, his name escapes me, but he played the the fourth Batman, Batman and Robin. Oh, uh, 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 Clooney. Clooney. Clooney yeah. as seems like he would he would pull off Jedi, mm-hmm. and he's looking for work. Right. So. I would just love to see Chewbacca in his natural element. No more hiding behind PG. Keep it family friendly. <laughs> you know, it would still be, it would still be TV fourteen, but it would be modern TV fourteen where you see limbs fall off. I, I, I mean, with all the limbs that were taken off in the original trilogy, that was the one time. That was the one way we didn't get a limb. I think uh, being removed. Right. Yeah, right. Somehow it's okay when a lightsaber does it, but not the Wookiee. Right. When the Wookiee does a German suplex on a stormtrooper. <laughs> and uh, like I think it, m- people will cheer. It'll become a meme, a gif. And, you know, they'll be singing the praises that Mike Mordanga brought back the original heart of Star Wars. <laughs> There the we original go. Art of Star Wars. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Removing limbs. Now we know why the Wookiees, you should always let the Wookiee win. Yes. Yeah. That'll be the that'll be the tagline. Now you know <laughs> why you should let the Wookiee win. That's true. Chewbacca, the Savage Years. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm getting cocaine bear vibes. <laughs> oh. My I think I'm gonna get the same director. <laughs> Except it's, I don't know, what do they call it in Star Wars? Death Sticks? Is that what it is? Death Sticks Wookiee. That's an episode. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> oh, that's great. Well done. Well done. All right. So am I going next then? Sure, if you'd like. Yeah. All right. Well, I um, I played a little more straight arrow. Uh, this is This is a little more what... Uh, I would have, I would have loved, liked to see, uh, post, um, post uh, original trilogy, um, even post prequel trilogy, um, for for uh, kind of bringing the gang back together, kind mm. of movie. Because mm-hmm. I think that is the biggest issue that I have with the sequel trilogy is just that missed opportunity of bringing. Yeah the gang all back together again. So 
um, in my movie, I you know I I think it would have been cool to have done it live action, but um, given circumstances, I think animation would work really well still. And uh, it's the story of some of the adventures that the original gang you got you got Luke and Leia, Han, Chewbacca, um, you got Lando, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh Nynum. no I, i'm just kidding he's not with them but um you know they're going they're going on these adventures um and and helping luke track down these these clues um through these sith and jedi artifacts that he's finding and um throughout the throughout the movie or trilogy of movies um you know it's kind of leading further and further backwards in time um, to the point that they discover that the rule of two that the Sith set up was just a sect of the Sith. The main Sith still exists. And it all culminates with a huge battle, Jedi versus Sith battle, right? And so um, it's set further enough that that Luke has already started a new Jedi Order. So you got some Jedi, and you got, but you also have these huge Sith armies, right? And so you um, you you you're gonna have to have more than just the Jedi fighting, right? And so the the New Republic, um, you can bring in you could bring in uh, Mando, all the Mandalorians, whoever you want to bring in, right? And it's just this epic battle against the the Sith uh, armies that have been building up for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So, there we go. I just want to see... Ideally, it'd be really awesome to be able to see it like a um, Lord of the Rings-style battle, right? Of just all these, all these Sith versus um, all the armies of, the, you know, the Republic or the people living at that time. No, I, I, I think that's what I loved the most about the the original trilogy was how they were able to portray just grandness on a scale, um, you know, with the, the the practical effects and just being like, oh wow, like, you know, that's a you know that's a star destroyer. That's you know that you can see the scale of that compared to like you know an X wing fighter or the comparison of like the Death Star to like all these things. So I I'd love to see a you know, like you were saying, like a, a pitched battle, you know what I mean? Like yes. that's especially, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the, I think the closest thing that we've gotten, I mean, obviously with, you know, with Clone Wars and stuff like that, but that being a little bit more CGI, but I'd love to see it more in a, a practical effect sort of way. Like, especially, you know, judged on the last season of the Mandalorian where they're doing those, those battles between, you know, the, the Mandalorians and the, uh, you know, the, I don't know what, what you want to call the, uh, the, the empires. The, yeah. Yeah. Those guys, like, yeah, especially if it can be like that, but just like multiplied on an even bigger scale, like, I'm all for that. Yes. Mm. I just like the idea of, of bringing the past back in, you know, forward into the, into the present, so to speak. Um, and just and of course you gotta just just being able to get everybody back together, um, and and you know in the Millennium Falcon and 
leading these, you know, you got space battles and ground battles going on, you know, just, just this epic, epic battle. You see, you, you sparked my interest when you said Lord of the Rings ish, because it made me, it made me want like an ancient and even longer ago story of Star Wars where like the lightsaber is just being invented by like a tribe. Right. Yeah. And then like figuring out what that means, like in them just discovering what the force is. Like I think that would be hot. We might get that movie. That's, that's actually sounds like the Dawn of the Jedi movie that we might possibly, hopefully if, if Lucasfilm can actually get a movie put together here uh, without (laughs) it falling apart. Uh, the one that, um, uh, what's his name? James, uh, the guy doing the new Indiana Jones, who also did oh, Logan. Man- yeah. Mangold? Mangold? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's supposed to be doing a Dawn of the Jedi movie here. So you might get your wish. It's supposed to be like discovering of the Force and everything. I might give that Jedi. a chance. So you might, you might get that. I think that would be great. And I think it would be really cool if they tied that somehow into... Uh, the other newer movie that's supposed to be about Rey and the new, the new new Jedi Order. I don't know what you want to call it at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, right. You know, like if they could like somehow tie it together. You know, that's what I'm saying. Bringing bringing the past together with the you know with the future in some right. way, like where it, it's telling like this epic uh, story in two different eras, but are still connected. Yeah, no, I, I think that's great. And I mean, that's what we love about the Force, right? It just connects everything, right? That's it, right. And, you know, it, it repeats itself. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I I think that, um, you know, rightly or wrongly, I think a lot of the stories that are being told are kind of centered around, like, the same sort of, like, you know, 20 to 50 year period. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, even, like, the games and stuff, which are, you know, so great. Um, but you know, even the the new the new Star Wars game coming out, what is it? Uh, uh, I forgot what it's called. Uh, that oh, Sony the just Outlaws? announced the Outlaws, Outlaws, yeah, Outlaws, yeah, which, uh, which is like super cool, and I I hope that they take a lot from like thirteen thirteen and like that that yeah. canceled project. Um, but you know, I was talking to my friend about it, and he was like, he's a massive Star Wars fan. And um, he was like, I he, he's he's looking forward to it, but he's like, I, I want to see stuff from other other decades, other eras, and you know, mm-hmm. even even just the the peek back with, you know, the story about like Ahsoka and the stories with, you know, Dooku as a as a younger Jedi, like that's that's oh, stuff the tales want. of the Jedi stuff. Yeah, super yeah. Cool. I, oh, I I hope we get a lot more of that for sure. For sure. Yeah. Does anyone remember? Um, it was a, it was a Game Boy game, but it's called Yoda Stories. No, whoa. Uh uh-uh. uh Um, basically, it's Yoda telling the story of like Luke's other adventures. <laughs> and you, you play like this chibi Luke, and you just you walk around forests and solve puzzles. And it also came out for DOS, but okay. I hear it's like. It's known as one of the worst uh, Star Wars games. Which is why you love it? Which is why I have to play it now. Uh, <laughs> now I want to. Like, yeah. I gotta track this down. This is what it came out for Game Boy 2? Yeah, it's Game Boy Color. And 
it's it's an RPG basically. Where oh, I'm going to be tracking slices, this game down. Yeah, Luke slices up trees to solve <laughs> you know, puzzles. All right. Wow. Wow. I yeah. I need to track this down. You call yourself a Star Warsian. <laughs> I I missed this one. Uh. Wow, I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna track this down and I will um update everybody in Discord yes. when I do. This yes. is gonna happen and if I find it, I will play it on stream. Yes. That is my promise to you. Yeah, I am definitely going to find uh, a link. I that's crazy. I, you know, if you're into the whole ROM thing, there are websites that it, like Oh yeah did the code of the game. But now I, I feel like I must own this. I'm sure you can get it for a nickel. I found, <laughs> I found the Wikipedia page for it. I'm sharing it to, uh, to. And by a nickel, I mean two hundred and twenty-five dollars in box. Yeah, that's deal. not gonna happen. I'm sure. <laughs> and twenty-four ninety-nine outside of the box. Well, I'll, I'll, I can handle that a little better. Yeah, <laughs> the advertising on it says. Quick, challenging, fun for all ages and skill levels. <laughs> AKA, I'll probably get frustrated and <laughs> not be able to figure it out. And then yeah, it looks like I could pick it up on uh, Macari for like fifteen dollars. So that's not bad. That's not bad at hey, all. Jump it's, on that. It's going to happen. It's do you going have, to happen. You do you have a, an original Game Boy Color? I have. I do not have a Game Boy Color. Uh, but I, I, I don't ever know what happened to my Game Boy Color. It's one of those things that kind of just disappeared. But I do have a Game Boy Advance that plays them, and I have the Game Boy okay, Operator, which allows you to put in your cartridges into it, and then it you play it right on your computer from mm-hmm. the cartridge. So it'll make it easy to stream that way. You want this in the glorious twelve colors? Oh, absolutely! <laughs> of course, of course. That's so great. Okay. Yeah, this is happening. This is happening. <laughs> oh, I love this. Speak, That's yeah, so great. Speaking mm. of obscure, like, mm. Star Wars stuff. So basically, there's a children's Star Wars show. That yeah. As YouTube ads, like they learn about sharing and caring, and I think it's like, called like Younglings or something. Yeah, yeah, Younglings, and Yoda helps them. Like the guy who survived Order sixty six is helping children learn how to share. I I yeah I I don't know that I will be watching that unless like somehow they can convince me that it's canon, <laughs> and then I might <laughs> feel compulsed to do it. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, maybe some of those kids survived Order Six. <laughs> maybe that's right. Uh, well, you know, we get an increasingly number of Jedi who seem to have uh, survived, so maybe. <laughs> Right, right. Every year, there's more and more that survive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, hey, remember there was this other guy too you didn't know about. Yeah, he got away too. <laughs> Every time it's convenient. Um, That's right. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh well. <laughs> wait, wait. It's pretty. It's trending on Google. Is Star Wars oh. Young Jedi Adventures canon? Oh, is it? According to Distractify. It's set 200 years before the events of the Phantom Menace. Okay, okay, so no tragedy. So maybe the High Republic time. Yeah, it has fans. If it wondering if it's canon, 
Um, it follows three siblings. Um, they're cute. Let's see. Every bit of promotional material from the series appears to give the indication that it is, in fact, adhering to canonical details of a galaxy far, far away. Hey. Rip. So now if we don't watch it, we're going to be confused. Uh, yeah. Some some movie coming up and we're going to be oh. like, how did those Jedi learn to share? Yeah. Like, Tell it doesn't us, make please. any sense. I feel like Somebody. Mandalorian season four, they're going to be like, you should have seen young Jedi adventure season, like episode six. <laughs> they're going to find a holocron. <laughs> He's going to have to like learn how to say his ABCs. Yeah. The best part is the holocron is going to be in the animation style. Yeah, yeah right. Straight from it. Right, right. I I want to see the fact where like uh, Gragu like binge watches this and whenever <laughs> he gets the tablet, and that's right. how he learns to talk. Finally, yes. exactly. He's just in the back of his dad's Naboo starfighter, just <laughs> watching this and, and learning learning all his skills. And he's like, "Hey, that guy looks just like me." Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's canon. Grogu is an iPad kid. Yes. <laughs> They're like, okay, you've done enough of your Jedi homework or your Mando homework. You can have 12 minutes of young Jedi adventure. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is when, when Disney Plus really jumps the shark. <laughs> they got to yeah, advertise, right. advertise for for the other projects within the projects. Exactly. <laughs> I, yeah, since it's like 250 years, like it's considered a classic. Like it's it's free <laughs> on one of those like tr- like one of those old <laughs> streaming shows. There's a Pluto station. Just it's yeah. all just <laughs> giant. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I want to see this now. Yeah, <laughs> that's unfair. Okay, fellas, are you guys ready for mine? Are we ever? Oh, speaking Absolutely. of, bring it. Let's do it. Um, speaking of video games, probably my favorite video game series out of Star Wars starts with Star Wars Dark Forces. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yes. Um, but, you know, it features uh, Kyle uh, Katarin. Yeah. Katan, let's say it. Um, and, I mean, I, I love not only the game specifically. I, I love the 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 second the second one that was released, in, the one in two thousand two. I think it's Jedi Outcast. Um, that was my favorite. Uh, I think out of the series, just because I you know I got it on GameCube and I was just like, oh wow, this is, this is cool. But um, I think if I want to make a movie, and I think eventually you're gonna branch out into you know the other games. Um, but yeah, I think you got to start with with Dark Forces and um, just a a quick. Uh, run through of the the plot you know kyle starts off as you know he's the classic story right he's in you know the empire he gets converted you know to the republic side and you know he, but he kind of spends some time in between fully converting um you know as a smuggler and he kind of, as he discovers more and more secrets about the Empire, the more he realizes, the more he has to fight for. And then he kind of unlocks some, you know, family secrets. He finds, oh, like, his dad is actually a Jedi. He, he kind of, you know, begins to mature his Jedi powers. And, you know, he, and as the as the games kind of go on, he even becomes 
um, you know, the you know, the second in second in command to Luke Skywalker, um, you know, in the in the Jedi Temple and you know, training up the the new Jedi and stuff like that to the point um where he kind of takes on you know my one of my favorite characters and certainly one of the most under underutilized characters Mara Jade Mara Jade he you know trains her and I, I think she's a, a character in I think the sequel to Dark Forces but um yeah so the the first one the the game Dark Forces is about um Kyle kind of discovering the Galactic Empire secret dark trooper project and um, what's really cool about this one is uh, the game is you kind of you run through the gamut of the who's who in the underworld. Like you, there's uh, there's a bunch of plot points that have to deal with Jabba the Hut, and then there's some plot points of you. You know, you have to fight you know Boba Fett, and um, you know there's even a a great kind of ending um, ending battle with the uh, the villain in uh dark trooper armor and um yeah so i just think that there's a a good kind of baseline story that um in a in a time frame that um i think that there's not a whole ton of you know media out about and i i i even did a bit of a fan casting but um, yeah, I, I just love the um, I love the story, but I think the only road bump in this one is I think that there are a lot of like similar stories kind of being told already. I think a lot of the stuff in the Mandalorian uh, with like the Dark Troopers has been, um, you know, the storylines have been used by that, and then of course, I mean, just the rewriting of you know Luke and how he's he's treated and how he's rebuilt the Jedi Order. Um, so I, I think that they're, I don't know if this could necessarily be a canon story, but I would love to see it as like a TV show or a, a movie kind of, you know, an elsewhere's, awesome. an oh. elsewhere sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam, who's hmm. that Kyle character you keep mentioning? What's his last name? Uh, Katan, Katarin. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Katarin. So it's apparently old. there's a PSP and a DS game called Star Wars Lethal Alliance where hmm. he's in um you play like you play as rihanna Saren. oh wait twy lakanka rihanna Saren. you play a mercenary who's hired okay. by kyle qatar but that's not the right kyle there's another kyle to penetrate a warehouse at the planet coruscant mm. and this game was like a drop in the bucket but it's got a lot of well-known characters in it including kyle katarn yeah mm. Yeah, he was played? in a lot of he was in a lot of games, and then they kind of brought him into some of the books too in the mm-hmm. in the New Jedi. I think mm-hmm. it was the New Jedi Order time frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. And I I even thought about because I was like, oh man, who am I gonna cast? And you know, who who would I I put in? Um, so I mean, for the for the first one, and I mean, I I love this guy. I think he's been on a he's on a bit of a hot streak. Um, uh, I love Aaron Taylor Johnson for the role. I think he'd be perfect. Um, he's kind of got the rugged good looks. I think he can handle the action. And if you guys haven't seen the Craven trailer that dropped today, he's definitely he's definitely got the body and he's definitely got the action chops. I think to kind of bring a physicalness to the role. So um, I think he'd be great. And then I think you got to nail the uh, the female the female lead. 
uh, Jan, uh, Jan Ors, and I, um, I love uh, Naomi Scott for it. She played Jasmine mm-hmm. in the the live action remake of Aladdin. I think she's she's perfect. And then I was like, I also got a, you know, just for me, I got a fan cast Mara Jade because there you go. I. I love I love that character so much. I think she's yep. she's great. She's a she's a really good foil for Luke Skywalker, and I think that's why they make such a great team. And the fact that they haven't brought her, you know, even even within canon, even a little bit, it's just so sad and disappointing to me. Um, but I, I think, man, I, I think that there's a couple of good choices. I think Karen Gillian has um you know could could do it i mean obviously she can handle the uh the action based on her stuff with marvel um also i i really like uh madeline petch she was in uh the riverdale um i mean both uh you know great young actresses but i think you know if i was to make this movie you know 10 years ago 15 years ago I think Jessica Chastain would be perfect for it. Yes. Um, but mm-hmm. um, I think we want to go... Um, yeah, so any of those three are, are really great. And yeah, I mean, come on, Disney. Make a, make something with Mara Jade. She's just so cool. Supposedly, uh, the character never really made it past the books or in video games initially. It, the rumor is that George Lucas hated the character. Um and such a shame. It's, it's kind of been a thing, you know, whether or not that's completely accurate or not, I don't really know. But right. it seems like, yeah, man, it, it it would be great. It would be great. And, uh, you know, any of the, as a side kind of thing, um, mm. any of the, as an extension of your movie, too, I'd love to yeah. see them do any of the actual Heir to the Empire stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it, even as a trilogy of elsewhere kind of you know, what if, yeah. um, would just be phenomenal. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's Man, so much there's cool stuff, right, <laughs> right? There's articles talking about how she could be introduced in the Mandalorian. And did, am I reading this right? She's considered a villain. She was uh, initially a villain because she was a, a hand of the empire or emperor. I mean, yeah. So she was she was basically um she was uh uh the emperor's right hand so to speak. <laughs> um mm-hmm. but like as a kind of a secret thing, right? And so you didn't you didn't know um but you know she was there all along. I think they wrote her into like she was in disguise in that Jabba's palace uh during Return of the Jedi yeah. and all sorts of stuff. They kind of retconned a bunch of stuff and then she eventually ended up coming over to the good side mm-hmm. okay sure, so, yeah think of like asajj ventress mm-hmm. yeah if we're... i i i think that there you know if we were going to see her you could even see her with the thrawn stuff coming up in ahsoka yeah. or something like that if they're going to introduce her and that would still be that would work still mm-hmm. so apparently she was a uh, she was a character in Return of the Jedi radio drama, <laughs> which I had no. Yeah, idea. that's the thing where she was at the she was at Jabba's palace, I believe, oh. um, in disguise. Was she was she always like was was Luke married to this person between? 
Eventually, yes. Revenge of the, or was is this how he met her? Like he's like, "Ooh, I saw you at Jabba's palace. Do you want a date?" No, they <laughs> they meet each other during the Heir to the Empire trilogy, and that's how they kind of end up. They, she's a foil at first, and then eventually in the books they do get married and have have a kid. I think they just have one. Ben and, Skywalker. Ben. Yes, Ben. Yep, and then. Um, who, yeah, I, I won't get into it because it, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm ready they, for the journey. That. Okay. Imagine a sitcom <laughs> with Luke Skywalker, Mara Jade, raising Ben mm. and having a, the next door neighbor could be Yoda <laughs> or the ghost Yoda. The ghost, ghost Yoda, Yoda, right. Horse ghost Yoda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, he's always poking into their business, the, the yeah. nosy neighbor stereotype. Right. Oh, right. you're lying, you should. <laughs> oh, oh <man>. ghost Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I, I mean, not for, I mean, I, not that Ray needs, you know, any more tearing down because I think, you know, her and the, she's gotten enough flack, but it, it's, to me, at least personally, it's just so frustrating because there are so many awesome, complex female characters yeah. in the Star Wars universe. And if I'm they not. even just took a little bit of inspiration from some of them and put them into Rey, like it would have been, you know, or, it would have been how about make this? Like, at least a little bit more interesting. Just take what the novels already made. The novels have made a thousand movies. Yeah. Right. But Disney always has to say, I did this. Yeah. You know, not some loser who wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. For sure. Um, but yeah, no, I yeah, I loved everybody's suggestions. And I think that's the, the saddest part about when we do these, Mike, is that we can't, we'll never get to see them unless one of us makes it big and gets a bunch of money. Then we'll... Now that we have Shannon... Uh, Lucas Lucas listens to us because we get 25 listens and they can't all be Fred's. Yeah, some of them might be Lucas's. Some of them might be Lucas. And now that he knows that Shannon approves, right? He's going to be like, okay, uh, now I know that this is not such a risk. Right. Because a true (laughs) fan approved these. Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man. It's. I mean, as much as, you know, there are some disappointments, um, I, it's just such a it's such a great time to be a Star Wars fan right now, I think, which Absolutely. is the, the content yeah. that's coming out. And, you know, it's 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 easy. I think it's easy to kind of poke holes in it. But I mean, at the end of the day, the, you know, the 70s Star Wars was just as goofy, just as weird. And you just got to you got to take it with a grain of salt and you just got to sit back and enjoy it. Absolutely. You know, you know who was amazing at taking it with a grain of salt? The Lego universe. <laughs> they knew how to respect and make fun of Star Wars at the same time. That is true. 100%. Like I, if I ever need to like remind myself what the movies were like, I just play the games. You know? <laughs> yeah, the, like, the people that do the Lego games, they, they have such a respect for the original material, and they do such a good <laughs> job of adapting it. I... Truly, I'm always blown away. Mm. 100%. Uh, and, and, 
And like to this day, I still maintain that the Lego Batman movie is a top five Batman movie. I I hate how true that is and how my <laughs> feelings accept that. <laughs> I never would have thought of that until you said it, and now, yeah, right? it's true. I right? love that the Lego movie is canon, too. <laughs> <laughs> it fits into the universe. Yeah, it's it's possible. And, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, they, they do a, yeah, whoever, Lego, great job. Good job. We love you. <laughs> right. Adam, if I may mm. pull an audible. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we have 15 more minutes yeah. of this podcast. Let's keep Shannon on and just keep talking yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, I want to keep talking Star Wars. We we were, like, folks at home, we were going to scare him away and just, like, start yelling out uh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. <to> movies, <laughs> like, you know, Titanic, it sinks. What? <laughs> no! <laughs> no, stuff like that. <laughs> Kaiser Soze was the, the <laughs> other guy. <laughs> Oh man, we were gonna do that originally, but yeah, you know, I I think he should stay on, and yeah, you know, our lines are open if you disagree, but <laughs> awesome. because well, great, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he, hear me out. Yeah, I'm listening. Lego hasn't made a Star Wars movie, but sure, they could, yeah. and no one would disagree with them. No one would fight with them. It could be, um, a reality. If Lego said, "Hey, we want we want a shot at this," sure, sure. I mean, and, they've made they've made the Lego the TV specials. Yeah, the right. Christmas Star Wars TV specials. So hilarious, they, they, which are right. great. Yeah, can't recommend them enough. So this would introduce humor, which is something Star Wars has always struggled with, <laughs> and it would be lighthearted. Yes. And, yes. And and it would actually be kind of visually appealing because Lego does a really good job with that. Mm. Um, so I'm wondering what a Lego version of Star Wars the movie would look like. Oh. Well, first of all, do they speak? Or are we going the original ones where they just kind of grunt? I, I think they do. I mean, you have to pay actors. All right. Well, I was thinking maybe we could get around the writer's strike, maybe. Yeah, it well, could just be our hands moving the pieces. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll say this is a world where the writers are being paid a fair and livable wage. Okay, all right. Or they went to fanfic.net. Right. And found right. me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Man, I, I love that. And I I think you have to do a trilogy, right? Like, that's what Star Wars is. It's yeah. a trilogy. So it's got to be three of them. Um. But you know what it like? What a is it a retread of you know Skywalker? Like what? Like what do you guys? Well, what do you guys think? First of all, I'm working backwards, Adam. Oh, I, I'm trying to figure out what's going to bring the kids in, and mm. I can think of no one better than Miranda Cosgrove <laughs> as what. <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove, the person of iCarly, right? Yes. Kids love her. Teenagers sure. respect her. Sure. She's the one reason we still watch Nickelodeon, maybe. Oh. I don't know. What? Like what? Okay. Am, am I wrong? Am I out of am I out of tune or is Miranda Cosgrove not cool anymore? I, I don't know what the kids watch, so I don't know. Maybe kids 
Kids love Bluey. <laughs> okay, well, I have that actor in mind. Too. Okay, 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 perfect. But maybe Miranda Cosgrove as Princess Leia or Jade Mara. Yeah, Mara Jade. Mara Jade. Mara Jade, yep. <laughs> so, sorry, continue, continue. Uh, you know, that, that was, see, I'm working backwards. So now you can talk about the plot. Just keep in mind Miranda <laughs> Cosgrove is going to play whatever female role you decide on. Beautiful. Wow. Man. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, a, I mean, oh, man, I mean, the, the easy answer is just like the Skywalker trilogy, like the, you know, doing one of the, the Skywalker, either a prequel or a sequel, but I don't know if we want to just retread, you know, that well trodden ground. I mean, do we do we go High Republic? But problem is, I don't know enough characters from that time. I don't know. No, I I really think like there's a lot unsaid between the old sequel and the new sequel or the new trilogy. So you could totally have like Skywalker like getting married, having a family. Like this is the family of the Skywalkers trying to live a normal life. That might work for the Lego. Yeah. Legos. Yeah. Lego could get away with it where so much Disney would not be angry at them. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) do we go just full hog and just, you know, hit it out of you know, hit it out of the park and just be like, we're doing Revan. There it is, Lego Revan. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just, you know, he's going on a rampage killing all the all the (laughs) other Sith. But of course, it's Lego style, so they're just right. you know falling apart <laughs> into pieces. <laughs> into pieces. Oh man! Right. Well, uh, I so I've got an idea here. It's a little okay, out there, okay. but but, okay. but hang with me here, Matt. I'm I'm ready. We find out that the true hero. We we're gonna follow the true hero mm. of the of the um of the ages here. Yeah. We find out that really Kidster is the chosen one. So Kidster was Anakin's friend uh, uh, in episode one there. And we find out he was actually the chosen one, um, but was overlooked by, uh, by Qui-Gon, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, he actually uh, is, is, you find out, he's been behind the scenes manipulating things to get his revenge mm-hmm. all along. Mm-hmm. So you think the Emperor is the Phantom Menace, but it's actually Kidster all this time. <laughs> ah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that all the the scenes of like that little gang of people on Tatooine bring me so much joy. Yeah, like when they're when they're in the pod racer, it's my favorite thing. It's my favorite quote when they get it working. And he just shouts, "It's working! It's working!" It's my favorite line in Star Wars. You know, Lucas wrote that line. <laughs> oh, 100%. oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's you know, he wrote it. He wrote it. He wrote it for his kids, though. So I give him a pass. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. No, I I love that. I think that's I think yes. that's great. And so I, then, I, in the end, he takes his rightful spot as the new oh. ruler of the universe, and he looks down at Vader's body, and he says, "Now that's wizard. <laughs> that's so wizard, Anakin." 
played by Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was kidster, supposed to have her in there. Adult, uh, adult kidster. <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove could have been uh, Anakin's mom. There we go. Yeah, she... <laughs> I got her in there. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I love that. I, I love the the life of Brian sort of thing going that's on. A, that's exactly what I was going for. I love it. That's so good. Oh man, that's you, really great. You know what actor is like made? His voice is made for Lego characters. Yeah. Zachary Levi. Yeah, I can see that. Feels like a cartoon character, <laughs> and having him yeah. be like the Luke in whatever we shoot. He would just be such a funny Luke, like just kind of nervous energy, but like also <laughs> confident that he saved the world. Right. Well, I <laughs> I also love the idea because like even like that's why he's perfect in Shazam because he just kind of nails the I'm an adult, but I like have the confidence of a kid. Yeah. Like yes. I, that's why he's perfect for being a Lego character. Yeah. Right. Um, right. I, I also think that there needs to be a lovable droid companion. And mm-hmm. I mean, I can think of no bigger punching bag that needs a redemption arc than a gonk droid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, keeping in line with his past acting experience, Vin Diesel would be perfect. Because <laughs> all, all he has to say. Gonk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we pay Vin Diesel, you know, full price for three the three movies for him just to say gonk. Yeah. For him just to say gonk. (laughs) And then the last scene he says, I love you guys. And we realize that we speak gonk now. Yeah. (laughs) Family. (laughs) Oh Uh, gosh. This it writes itself, man. I'm telling you. No, now we we haven't decided on the base as yet, but who would be the villain? Like, oh yeah, I mean, I guess it's the the kidster, kickster, yeah. But you know, you know, Lego would try to incorporate like a Jar Jar character, (laughs) or would like make a they put Jar Jar in to like make him the butt of the jokes, and maybe right. Say, guys, Misa, a Sith now. And... <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I feel like a lot of the characters that are, you know, background characters that don't really get, you know, a lot of screen time, but are kind of like fan favorites, I feel like would also make up, you know, uh, the cast of characters in this. Like, I would love for Bosk. To like to get in on the action and just be like, you know, uh, you know, a, a character somehow, you know, replacing Boba Fett, um, is you know the fear oh, bounty right. hunter, or, or I, mm. okay, uh, Jabba the Hutt has that annoying squawking bird sidekick. <laughs> what if he replaces Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, salacious crumb. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. This will be mm. good then. But we we need we need a really good voice for for this. Oh episode. yeah. And and we're gonna go out of out of left field here again. Mm. I I'd, I'd like to consider casting uh, Norm Macdonald. 
But Norm McDonald, as he does, as he did Burt Reynolds in the uh, Saturday Night Live uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I, I think that would work. That it would back. also prove we could re- resurrect. Right, right. I, unfortunately, I know that yeah. uh, he, he passed away, but, but you know. We'll, we'll just chat GPT voice deep fake him. Right. It'll be fine. Right. We did. Just that deadpan comedy, though, is yeah, what I'm right. after. And nobody did it better. Especially when he says, call me Turd Skywalker. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so um, I'm looking up the obscure. Star Wars characters, and I want you to tell me if you know any of these. Mm. Uh, first, this guy looks like a walking pickle, and he's holding zombie heads. His name is Amana Man? No, no idea. No? Okay. Moving on, there's Squidhead Tessic. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? It's, no? I, I mean, Squidhead... I've never heard of it as an actual name. I know that's what they actually called a lot of the aliens before they, before they had names, um, like that were given, you know, in in canon through books and uh, role playing games and stuff like that. That's the kind of names they they would call the aliens um, on set. Uh, mm. So Walrus Man, yes, had Baba, yep, <laughs> Walrus Man, yep, exactly. <laughs> So that's just what they called them, and I I remember hearing an interview that somebody did with, with um, uh, with with the. Can't remember who it was now, one of the original actors, yeah, probably Mark Hamill, uh, mm. and, and they were talking about these. And he's like, you know, who who are you talking about? We we didn't we didn't have those names. We just called them like Squid Hat and and Walrus Man and and things like that. So yeah. Um, but I've never heard of it in act, act, as an actual name. <laughs> yeah, is a prune face. There's a prune face. <laughs> yes, prune face. Isn't that yes! a isn't that a Dick Tracy villain? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I know about this because they reference it on Robot Chicken. He's like he he's like an alien with like, and I'm I'm sorry for the graphic image, but he's just like kind of like a. His head kind of looks like a scrotum, um, and he's got like an eye patch. Yes, <laughs> and he's like in half a frame in like New Hope or something. But they they reference him in uh, the Robot Chicken Star Wars, and they make him into like this like John Wick esque like bounty hunter. <laughs> and they call him. He's like, if you need help, call Prune Face, and <laughs> it's. it's it's so good. Uh, okay, oh. yeah, I'm looking at a picture now. Okay, yeah, okay. I see it. Although, to be fair, there is a prune face as a Dick Tracy villain, too. Just saying. <laughs> okay, that is true. <laughs> um, what if there was a band, a making of the band, Star Wars style, um, Cy Snoodles and the Rebo <laughs> Band? Excellent. Um, if it's about the history of how they came together, how they made it big, their first gig, uh, how Max Rebo turns on the band and goes to a life of drinking. Wasn't Max Max Rebo is a different different band though, isn't it? Wasn't Snide oh. Studios the one that was in uh, Return of the Jedi and yeah, on, on the Skiff? 
Oh, yeah. Wow. And uh, which you find out somehow they survived because they were in uh, they were in an episode of uh, Boba Fett show. Yeah. I and yeah. then it got, and then that place got blown up. So who knows if they survived again? <laughs> oh, oh I man. these guys were the, or maybe but they're I'd, two separate. Bands. I'd love it if they were like rival bands, though. <laughs> you, have, yeah. you have some kind of like a battle of the bands finale. Yeah, right. Um, my favorite is that the uh, the cantina band, um, the the lead singer guy, his name is Finger and Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so yeah oh, Basically... and the the worst part is that the music style that they play and this is canon it's not called space jazz it's called jizz oh, like, that's yeah. what it's called I hope that guy got fired who wrote that <laughs> it was George Lucas oh. <laughs> like that's what it is canonically called canonically oh, called man. It's, it's so bad okay I have some more obscure characters to run mm-hmm. by you uh the pod racer Dud Bolt, <laughs> which is a clever play on Deadbolt. Oh, well, that's great. Co uh, Bibble from the Phantom Menace. <laughs> uh, the name sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't place a, a picture of what he looks like. So no high. governor inspires more authority than the man named Bibble. <laughs> yeah, is isn't he the one that was like, um. He was kind of the cowardly guy. He was part of uh, Amidala's crew, I believe. Oh, yeah. And he's, yeah, he was. George kind of. Yeah. He does look like him. Uh, What about Shumai, which is my favorite pork filled dumpling, but also (laughs) a a separatist part of the separatist council? Okay. Uh, Sweet Conquerkill? Senator Conquerkill enjoyed the privilege of attending an operatic performance of Squid Lake. Uh, uh, These are okay. all. Yeah. Um, Lotha Samover, The Last Jedi. An unnamed on screen and only appearing in a deleted scene. Originally huh. dubbed as Slug Lady. <laughs> Uh, All right. Wow. I mean, these are just dying to be Lego characters. That's right. Right. Gafurki Lenswin Solo. (laughs) (laughs) Gafurki Lenswin, part of the solos. So that must have been before before we took away the uh, solo, like, uh, backstory. Yeah. original backstory and just made it because the guy's like, well, you have to have a last name. <laughs> right. All right. But everyone knows if Lego made a movie based on the life of Jack Porkins <laughs> from, from birth to death. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Porkins. Poor Porkins, indeed. Oh, I mean, yeah. with a, I mean, his parents doomed him. The moment they <laughs> named him Porkins, I just you know, it it was over. It was. <laughs> what if they were like a popular fried uh, snack company? <laughs> <laughs> open a bag of Porkins. 
And, and he's like, Mom, I want to be a space fighter. <laughs> Us porkins have never left. <laughs> yes, son, you need to the stay ground. on target with your food franchise. Stay on target. <laughs> all, all I can think about is his Lego character, Jet Porkins, his character um, being voiced at, by Andy Samberg a la Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> or he plays Brent or whatever, the, uh, the, uh, the little baby, the, the former, uh, the, the logo for uh, the Sardine Factory or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? Andy, Andy Samberg's character in Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. It's been a while since I've seen it, but yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. That'd be good. i take it. Oh, man. There's a lot of made-up characters that Lego already made in the Star Wars universe, like oh. the female Yoda, Yaddle. No, okay, she's actually, real. She, yeah, she's real. She's in episode one. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's on the, on the Jedi, Jedi Council. Council. Yeah, and there's she's in an episode of um, something that Disney Plus just put out. The Young right? Adventures. Uh, I uh, I feel like we did just see her recently again. Was she? She wasn't in the flashback, right? Of um, it during Mandalorian, right? I don't think so. No. Okay, now I gotta look it up because yeah, we did just see her in something. Maybe she was in, um, the Jedi, uh, Tales of the Jedi or something. Yeah, I think so. Yoda yeah. stories. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Man, but yeah, no, there's just I mean, and that's what's really awesome about Star Wars and, um. And, you know, I, you know, of course, like, at the end of the day, it's going to be about the Rebel Alliance versus the, you know, yeah. the Empire and all that stuff. But, like, <laughs> what's so great about Star Wars is just the depth and the breadth that you can, you know, nothing is. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like the novels get that. Like they feel more free and open to um, talk about like weird things, like spaceships exploding and their parts destroying planets. Well, I feel like the movies are kind of stuck in this, you know, evil bad guy king starts army against good guy king. Now we need to find some people in the margins who have special powers. All right, so just to just to wrap up the conversation about Yaddle, she was in Tales of the Jedi, and she was voiced by no no one else but Bryce Dallas Howard in that cartoon. Thought for sure you were going to say Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> that that would have been a great way to wrap it all up, but uh, no. <laughs> Six degrees of Miranda Cosgrove. <laughs> Really, that's the youngest actress slash actor I can think of right now. 
That's the only reason why I brought her up. Um, but thirty something now. Yeah. I was gonna say, is she even acting anymore? Well, she's know. in a new season of iCarly. Is yeah, the show like, still going on? Yeah, they, she's, like, she's it's getting a married in the series. It's a very serious show now. It's not silly anymore, which is sad. It's a it's a bit of wow. a reboot. Yeah, you think after you get a DS game, your show's not that serious. Um. <laughs> But speaking of serious, I think that concludes our Star Wars our Star Wars talk for June. Yeah. And I'm so happy fun. to drag Shannon in with us. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes, 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 yes. I want to ask the audience, how many times did you want to yell, I would support that on GoFundMe? <laughs> <laughs> Or how much they would pay to make sure it never occurred. Right. <laughs> it's a, tra- a travesty. Right. <laughs> All right. But anyways, Bob, thank you so much, Shannon. Is there anything mm. you want to uh, you, you want to pitch? You know, how can people hear or see more of you? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I do some first look videos for the Nintendo Dads, so nice. those come out from time to time of some switch games and then i do some streaming um it's been real slow lately but uh now that it's summer i hope to pick that back up a little bit and uh it's usually retro games so it kind of fits in with the retro logic mm-hmm. and uh i i have traditionally tried to find games that are really weird obscure maybe people don't know about as much or games that people um are aware of but don't necessarily have the best reputation and uh those are the games i like to try to find and stream uh kind of like those seem to be the kind of movies you like to try to track down and and watch yeah Mm -hmm. well it's just great yep other than that i'm on the discord uh spider shan you can reach out there i don't really do any other um social media of any kind so that's about it (laughs) Nice. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, he is just one example of the great people you meet on our Discord. Mm-hmm. So, Retro Logic um, is the only way, the only fun way and family-friendly way to talk about, uh, you know, video games of the past and present and the future. So, I highly recommend going on our Discord. If you made it this far, you owe it to yourself. <laughs> Go on our Discord for sure, for sure. Anyways. Thank you so much. This ends our Star Wars month. Who knows where we're going to go next? Rambo? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the expanded Rambo universe. Like, why is he in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> you know, yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> there's videos speculating that. Um, Just a quick aside. I know we're trying to end, but like, there's a. a an electric god, the like, a, and just a dude with a knife. Why is he there? Well, it's right next to RoboCop, so yeah. But at least he's like a robot. <laughs> True, I stand a chance. Right. The guy, I mean, you're right. A guy with a knife and a bandana. Right, with PTSD, like, right. <laughs> and he's he's fighting. He's got to fight Molina. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Goro? No, thank you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 
Sorry, right. sorry, rabbit trail. Drew, tune in next week as we talk about inappropriate Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> um, and I've been Mike. I'm Adam. Shannon. And thank you for watching. Yay! Ooh, we're still recording because I don't. Uh oh. Uh, oh. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, oh. Ah. Uh, this is. Oh. Oh no.